can't can't <laughs> clarify this enough. <laughs> Lock your grandparents in the basement. You are not prepared. Then you couldn't look. There was no internet to look the shit up on. Everyone loves Dick. Are uh, you Dick Grayson? <laughs> what? Did we just become best friends? Yup. And that's why I think Megatron is the sexiest of the Decepticons, and we should all call him Daddy. I agree. You know, I, I think he is a sexy, sexy alien boy. Uh, welcome to What an Oddcast. I'm Jared Minikheim. Here with me, as always, the lovely Anthony <laughs> Denny. <laughs> Hello. Um, but no, so Anthony, uh, Anthony's stuck on Doom Eternal. He's stuck on the uh, the first time he meets... Fuck the Marauder. <laughs> yeah, he's stuck the first time he meet the Marauder, and I can't say I blame him, uh, It's because it's the demon's answer to the Doom Slayer. He's just the opposite... He's the demon version of the Doomslayer. Uh, but, you know, I did want to open with this because I read an article the other day. And uh, the article honestly made me kind of mad. Uh, mainly because I could tell that they hadn't fucking played as much as they did and that their lion sacks of fucking shit uh, that then proceeded to just shit all over Doom itself. <clears throat> so there was this article that popped up about that Doom Eternal is great, except for its one major flaw is the Marauder. And I'm like, okay, what what do they got to say here? Now, first off... Oh, I think I, I saw this fucking article. I know exactly where you're fucking going with this. <laughs> so I do... I, I do kind of agree on the fact that the Marauder completely is, is the polar opposite gameplay-wise of what the entire Doom game is. I will agree on that point, that like, I don't understand why they have the Marauder the way that they do, because he does completely... He's the polar fucking opposite of what that game is. Because the whole game, you're not supposed to stand still. You have to like keep bouncing around and moving. But when the fucking Marauder's there, like... I, like, I don't know if I'm just fucking retarded when I'm playing, but, like, you cannot fucking bounce all over the place like you can with every other enemy. Like, him, you have mm-hmm. to remain in the same area and just carefully dodge his attacks to be able to damage him. And that's my problem. Yeah. And that fucking dog. Because he, he fucking, he'll block everything. And you can't use anything, like, any upgrade on your weapons. He He'll just block it immediately. He's not affected. Uh, I found that the BFG hurts him, but I've, in my experience playing through, you run into like six or seven of those fuckers, and they're always at the worst possible fucking time. Uh, So I do agree in the fact, like, where they put the Marauders, it's always in like a big area where there's a giant battle where you're fighting a fucking hundred other things, and then all of a sudden a fucking Marauder comes halfway through, and it throws off the entire gameplay, because I'm trying to bounce around... Like, those, honestly, those were the times I died the most fighting anything. Like, I died more times in the big battles with demons when a Marauder showed up than any other fucking big battle. Because he yeah, the Marauder. he throws everything <sighs> off. And he, it, like, if you try to run away and focus on the other demons, he just fucking hunts you down and slows your shit. Like, there is no way... There's no easy way I found the entire time I played through to the end to fight a Marauder and everything else in the room because it was fucking impossible. Because if I jumped around, he would just throw axes at me and fucking damage and kill me. Or I'd be trying to dodge his attack and I'd get hit by one of the other fucking demons that was behind me. Like, it was fucking impossible. It annoyed the hell out of me. Yeah. Um, Where I do disagree, or at least where I know that they're lying sacks of shit, let me put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right I'm calling you out 
I'm calling your ass out. Um, where I know they were a lying sack of shit is when they then begin to say, it was, e- I mean, he was easy to defeat. I defeated one in only a few seconds. First off, go fuck yourself. That is not possible because then you go on to say that you stopped playing the game after, which tells me that you didn't actually defeat the Marauder. You got pissed off and stopped playing and then decided to be a little bitch and write an article dissing the entire game. Go fuck yourself. You did not kill him in a few mm-hmm. seconds. That is fucking impossible unless you're on the no. easiest fucking difficulty. Impossible. I saw, actually, I saw a video today of someone on ultra-violent destroyed the Marauder and, and very, very quickly. I'm not going to say how because I want to test it and see if it actually works. No, actually, so no. It might be possible. That oh, guy's no, 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 also no. an expert. Please, please tell me. How did he defeat him so quickly? Because it took me fucking um, forever every fucking time I fought one. It was a rocket launcher where he had the lock-on. That's impossible because uh, he blocks all the things that are special and the lock-on is an upgrade special. He shot the rockets right as his eyes turned green and then that like fucking stalled him and then he shot him again which blew him up. It I I Like I said, I don't know if it's real. I got to test it myself. You know, that might actually work. That might work. But the dude who wrote the article, there's, there's no way he fought more than one. Because just the way it was worded tells me that he fought the first one, said fuck this game, and never played anything else. So fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Uh, but no, there's like... Yeah, you won't learn. Th- there's like a good six... I want to say six or seven of them that appear. And they're very spaced out. They, Like, they're not like the other demons where they appear every fucking time you're fighting something. But they do end up appearing in like the worst possible places and it's fucking annoying. Um but I mean besides the Marauder, I fucking loved the game. Like I absolutely loved it. Uh I beat it uh like Anthony's stuck on the first one and I get why cuz the Marauder is uh, just a giant fucking pain in the ass. And it's a very small room. Yeah, there's not many places he appears that are big enough open areas to fight him. There was only, I think, two of them that were in a big enough area. Most of the time, they put him in a very... Even if it's a big area, it's a lot of tight corner fucking things. Uh, one of them I got stuck on. Oh, God, I got stuck on him, and then I quit. I, I got fucking pissed. Is I had to go down the hallway to get through a door to get the next switch. But the door closed, and then it gave me a Marauder. One of those fucking Viper Demons... And trying to fight him and the Viper Demon was just fucking impossible, and I had to quit because I got so fucking mad. Uh, and then I, I went back to it, it, took me a little bit, and then I finally figured out how I could get rid of the Viper Demon and then have enough... I, I, I figured it out, but it took me a minute because he's just fucking impossible. Uh, but I had to fight him to get to the Switch, which fucking annoyed the hell out of me. Um, yeah, I... I... Instead, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do New Vegas, and I made a new character. <laughs> Called him Medium Pete. <laughs> um, have you gotten to? I don't think you would have gotten far enough. Have you gone to the uh, another planet yet? No, I've not. Ah, uh, yeah, it's it must be right after that that I'm thinking then, because there, there, there's a tie-in that I really like that they did. And I thought it was really interesting. And I'm kind of curious. They, they There's been talk that they are going to begin working on a third one. And, uh, God, I'm really curious what they're going to do with it. But there there is a really cool thing they do with the story, I will say, in the, the next planet you go to. Um, 
There's also a special weapon you get towards later on that, uh, it's a one hit kill for things, but you have, but, it, but you can only find it with like rechargeable things. So you have to use it sparingly. Uh, where that irritates me is I always forgot that I had it and I was stuck on a Marauder and I'm like, oh, fuck this. This is a one hit kill for fucking everything. It doesn't even matter if it's like a fucking, uh, Oh god, what are they? The big Minotaur dude. I was like, even that kills it in one hit. Like, oh, this is I totally forgot I had this. Yeah, no, he fucking blocks that too. So I got fucking. Uh, mad. well, Jared. I can tell you from reading the advice of how to beat him, all special weapons don't work. Because I've seen that so many times. You you can ask you can ask Heather about this, because she saw my evolution of rage. <laughs> I can fucking imagine. Where I got fucking pissed. I was It was it was great because, you know, I was sitting back, relaxed on the couch. I'm like, and then I'm like, okay, he's beating me. And then I'm like, okay, let's maybe if I sit, sit up straight, that'll help. <laughs> the typical gamer yeah. evolution here. Yeah, and and then I'm like, nope, that doesn't. So I stood up, <laughs> walked. I got closer to the TV, and I was standing still. The evolution of the angry gamer. And he kept going. And as I kept dying, I kept getting more and more moving. <laughs> I walked up the stairs one time. <laughs> Just because I needed to do something. I'm like, no, I, I got to go up the stairs right now. Why? Don't know. And at that point, Heather started laughing. I'm like, yeah, I think I, I should play a different game right now. Um, The only the, the only thing that really worked for me when I played through um, was whenever I had to fight him, like, if it's him without other major things around, I would just, I, I would just do the side dash. I would just dance around him. And then he'd do the eye flash, and then I I would be able to shoot him twice with the super shotgun. Um, but then I'd always have to fucking refill it and go kill because they like they're nice enough to give you like the little zombie dudes, so I could just chainsaw one and get my ammo back. But fuck those goddamn marauders! They truly are a pain fuck in the ass. Those marauders. Uh, I also tried the multiplayer there. You know, I did too. I actually, I I had no problem. I I did was one round where I was a. Uh... Fuck, I don't remember their name, but it's the skeleton with the missile launchers. Oh, the uh, the Revenant. Revenant, yeah. The creator's I was Revenant. favorite I was character. A, yeah, I was a defense Revenant, so I was summoning, and the first round we got our ass kicked, because I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I will, like, the multiplayer aspect, um... I'm just gonna say this, and there might there's I already know there's gonna be people that disagree that have tried it. Like, oh, you just didn't know what you're doing. I will only play as a demon. <laughs> Can I just point this out? I I played one time. It gave me dooms the doom slayer. I fucking hated it. I will only play <laughs> it as a demon because uh, Fucking Christ, man. Like, the people who do well as the Doom Slayer, congratulations to you, because I found it fucking impossible. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I no, got I'm, my ass fucking kicked. I would agree. Like, because, like I said, the first round I didn't know what I was doing, so we got our, so we got killed really fast. I feel really bad for the rando I was playing with. <laughs> and oh, then I remembered... Um, and then I'm like, oh, you clicked the right stick to summon stuff. Yeah, it took me my first, it took me one whole game to figure that out. Because I kept, like, switching it back and forth with my D-pad. And I'm like, this mm -hmm. isn't fucking doing anything. <laughs> yep. And 
And then as soon as I figured out how to stop, we won every round. Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, he was also a uh, uh, the pain elemental. Yeah, those are the most annoying to fight. And to be honest, I was going to be a pain elemental, but then he he chose it, so I'm like, I'll just pick the Revenant, because I just love the pain elemental's fucking doofy like, look. Like, in the one time I played as a Doomslayer, the, one of the dudes was the pain elemental, and that he was the most annoying fucking dude to fight, <laughs> because they can just fly up super high, and I couldn't fucking reach him, and I had to deal, the other dude was, uh, fuck, what was the other, the other dude was a fucking marauder, and, uh, that dude would just keep, like, setting up the toxic box around me every time I would get a lock on him with my missile launcher. And then they would spawn in, like, fucking the uh, Actronauts, and then they'd summon in a fucking Hell Knight, and I'm like, fuck this shit. Like, this is fucking impossible. <laughs> like, I, th- I think we need to uh, we need to f- get one of our friends, a third friend to play it, and then we can all just stick around in it. Because it's really fun. It is. But it, I feel like it'd be more fun with dicking around with friends. It is. Um, and there are some people that, like... Because I hadn't tried the multiplayer at all. And then when I actually did, uh, one of the games I got into where the guy whooped our ass as the Doom Slayer was like level 50-something. And I'm like, Jesus wow. fucking Christ, that's all this dude does is play multiplayer. <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, you gotta get good at something, right? Uh, uh, so also on gaming stuff, uh, I saw a thing uh, just today and yesterday. I had seen it before and then it popped up again today. Uh, that Call of Duty banned 70,000 people for cheating. And uh, we discussed this on Fireside when we had uh, Forkboy. Uh, go check out that when we had Forkboy on last week, uh, Fireside Chats. Because uh, he, he was a fun guy to have on. Um, but we pointed out that the, the problem with banning people in the way that they do it is that those people will just make another fucking account. Like, that's all they're going to do is make another fucking account. Like... You're banning that account, you're not banning that player. They need to stop saying ban player, because all you're doing is banning a fucking account. They're just yeah, gonna they make another IP. fucking account. <sighs> the thing that they need to work on, and you know, this is a controversial thing, and there's gonna be people to tell me, well, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a shit. What they need to do for these multiplayer games is they need to just have firewalls in the fucking server that stop outside things like that from happening. Because even if you ban the IP address, as Forkboy pointed out, if they're using a VPN, which most people fucking do now, it just changes your fucking IP address. So all they're going to do is make another fucking account, it's going to be a different entire everything, and they're going to do it again. Like, you just need to fix, you just need to make firewalls in the server that, that can block that shit. That, that is the only way you can get it to stop. Like, the, the, banning a person does not stop it. It just causes them to make another thing, and they're going to do it again, and again, and again, and again. Uh, which we also pointed out that you people that do that can go fuck yourself, because you ruin the game for everyone else that's just trying to enjoy it. I know. Like, I have no problem with people, like, modding or cheating in single-player Yes. Because that's, that's fun. Yes. <laughs> the moment you do in multiplayer, however, you're being a tw- Unless everyone's in on it. And, like, you're doing it just to dick around with everyone. God, you know the first time I ever got, uh... I, the first time I ever got exposed to that shit? Left 4 Dead 2? Uh, no, actually. Uh, my ex was a big Call of Duty player, and, uh... She wanted to go back and play Modern Warfare 2, and this is after... I'll delay it. It was, like, Black Ops 2 days, so that game was pretty old. 
but we're like, oh, you know, I just want to go back and see, you know, I want to go back and experience the old game. So we did. Immediately ran into God mode. And that was the first time I'd really been exposed to it. And I was like, oh my, what the fuck? Like, this guy doesn't die? Like, is the game glitched? And then I was informed, like, oh, okay, we need to leave this lobby. He has God mode enabled. And I'm just immediately going, the fuck is God mode? What the fuck is that? <laughs> Uh, and then I started to see it in my other games, uh, where before I thought the game was glitching. And then after being informed of that, then I learned that people were just hacking, and that was what was going on, and uh, ruined the ruined game. Ruined the for fun. Me. Yeah, fucking ruined it for me. <laughs> you know, Jared, I got a great segue for you. Oh, what now? Speaking of ruining, uh, did you, I heard that you watched one of the worst horror movies of 2020, <laughs> if not the worst movie of 2020, and that's saying something with Cats being released. Oh, well, I mean, that was end of 2019, so I mean, ah. you know. Oh, so yeah, worst movie of 2020. <sighs> I mean, if that's what you want to call it, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, readjusting my mic here, it dropped down. Um, uh, you bitch. Yeah, I watched, uh, so there's a couple movies I want to go over here, um, I, I mean, I guess we're just going to jump right into the shittiest one, uh, which I was kind of sad because <laughs> Sam Raimi was involved. And I could totally tell he was because uh, the, the the uh, how do I put that? The evil spirits, the way that they, the, the makeup design was, was very Evil Dead-esque, which I kind of, I like that aspect. But the movie as a whole, I did not enjoy. And I felt, and it was really, it was like an hour and 40 minutes. And I'm, the whole time I'm just like, ah. Oh. I don't like this, <laughs> but I, I rented it, so I'm going to watch it and get my money's worth. But Well, Sam Raimi can redeem himself on Doctor Strange 2. He fucking better. I do have, I, you know, and I do have some things uh, Marvel related coming up later on. Uh, but, yeah, I watched The Grudge. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know how I, I didn't walk away enjoying my experience. Um Anthony, what what is your gripe with this movie? Because I know you have a gripe, and I'm very curious of what your gripe is. So please inform us. Well, you see, um, I've actually watched a few of the uh, Juan movies, which is the Japanese title. Yes, you know, I I, I watched like two and three, like the actual ones. Way oh, back, and I'm a big fan of the American remake. So real quick, they do use that. Uh, there's a guy that explains it, and he's like, yeah, he called it a Juwan, uh, a grudge. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> but, so, Kayako, or Kayako, I don't remember how it's pronounced, that's the actual spirit's name. Okay. Um, you know, Jared, do you remember what the curse is? Uh, when someone dies of a violent crime but doesn't let go? Yeah. And, and what happens to the house? Uh, the house becomes haunted and infested by said spirit. Yeah, and and anyone who enters that house <sighs> is effect is affected by. Uh, I'm gonna go by this movie, so you <laughs> is affected yeah, yeah, by yeah. said demon and well spirit, and said spirit will follow that person and and most likely kill them. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to go that route. <laughs> Jared, how many fucking cops walk into that building to do autopsies and look at everything? How many cops? Well, yeah, uh, so, 
Uh, yeah, so I'm going to spoil the fuck out of this movie because I know Anthony's not going to yeah, see it. Yeah, fuck it. And all of you people, I I, I don't hate no, Sam I, Raimi. I've liked things Sam Raimi's I watched, done, uh, but this is no. I watched the moist meter <laughs> from uh, Critical. <laughs> okay. Which is great. This is how he uh, rates movies on the moist meter. <laughs> and, That's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. And he said that this was... So it's such a dry movie that it got zero moisture. Yeah, I can understand. So, and he explains the whole plot because he said, this is basically what you said, that he, no one should watch this movie, so I'm going to explain why it's bad. <clears throat> okay, now that I've whetted my whistle. um, So, yeah. Oh, where to even fucking begin in this fucking thing? Um... So they begin in Japan, uh, and, and from what I what I recognized, because I have seen the other ones, but I, I haven't seen the other ones in such a long fucking time. It's, I'm kind of ashamed of myself as a horror movie fan. Uh, but at the same time, full warning to everyone, like, don't send me recommendations for haunting movies or, like, spirit movies. I'm not a big fan. Uh, it, it just, when it comes to spirit movies, there's not very many that I feel are actually good. And uh, this this one definitely was not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, spirit movies are all the same. Family moves in the house, spooky shit happens. It's, family doesn't yeah, move out see, of the house. Ghost appears. It's like it's like a lot of like a lot of people I know like paranormal activity. And for me personally, like the first one was spooky. It had a creep factor to it, and it and it wasn't necess- yeah. it wasn't a ghost. It was a fucking demon. And I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. But then they start getting delving into like ghost worlds and possessions, and I'm just like, ah, these are just kind of into fucking... old lady cults. Yeah, it's like they they're just getting kind of fucking dumb. Plus, the whole found footage thing is just really overused. There's not many movies that actually use it good. Uh, Paranormal Activity is not one of those movies. The first movie is the only one that I I don't mind. But most other movies that use found footage, I'm just like, this is fucking terrible like who in the like just give someone a fucking camcorder and you've got the extent of what the fuck these movies do it's terrible fucking terrible it's home movies on a big screen it's terrible (laughs) (laughs) anyway um so yeah they start off in japan and from what i can tell it's the original house from the grudge uh, I gave them points there, and that's about the only time I will give them points, is that they actually started at the original Grudge movie house. <sighs> Anthony, do you know where this movie takes place? Well, this movie takes place in California. I don't know. Where does the movie take place? Doesn't take place in Japan. Um, well, of course not, because then people would be speaking not English. Oh, that doesn't look good. Um... No, it takes place in Pennsylvania. Oh my god, Becky? Yes, Stacy. Are those those InfoCast 5000 boys? Oh, jolly, yes. I hear they talk about the history of objects and traditions you have in your everyday life. I heard one of them is half Dorito. I heard one of them is a spoon with a mouth. So cool. Oh, yes. Very cool. They come out with new episodes every week on different topics. Wanna go listen, Becky? Yes, yeah, Stacy. Let's go listen. In the graveyard. Okay. Yeah, so 
basically this woman is in the original grudge house which is why i asked you if it was connected it's supposed to be a reboot but i was like i want to like it really just feels like it's connected and because she starts off at that house and the original ghost is is tormenting her so she leaves back home to her family but this is where they get you it follows her back to her house Ooh, I mean, yeah, that's that's how it goes. You enter the house, you die. <clears throat> now, Anthony. Yes. Very specifically, what is it that happens with this ghost? Um, it follows you and kills you. Wrong. In this movie, it forces you to kill your own family and then yourself, causing the grudge to continue. No. That is how they do it. N- no. The grudge, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Jared, the Grudge has like some of the coolest deaths. Like you've never seen the like the original shit. Like there's a scene where this girl's in bed. She lifts up her covers. There's the ghost. Kills her. Pulls under the covers and she disappears. Yeah, no. In like, this movie, the the ghosts uh, drive you to insanity and get inside your head and cause you to murder your entire family and then yourself. So that that way it can continue to live in the house because that everyone's died of a violent crime so it can continue to live. That makes no sense. I mean, in the sense of that the grudge only exists because people died of a violent crime, 10 out of 10. Is it factual to the actual thing it's based on? Fuck no. No. (laughs) You know, everyone knows that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker. So in this movie, we decided to make him Obi Wan Kenobi. Yes, that, that's uh, that's about right. Um, you know what else this movie does that I had yeah. a problem with with Birds of Prey? What bouncing around in timelines? No, and, and I, I can't give it this one. I can't give it hard point because the the original ones actually did do that as well. Does it like? How do I put this? Does it do it without really telling you the time? It only tells you one time. This was in 2004, 2005. And then every other time it bounces to that particular thing. It doesn't actually tell you, okay, we're going back to this time. It just kind of does it. And then it bounces back again. No, I think it's more of like a, I, I I might be remembering wrong, but it's like, there's two stories going on at the same time. Yeah, This one one has fucking three. No, this one's simple because, you know, you're like, oh, this character is in the past. This character's in the present. I mean... Oh, look, they're old. We must be in the present. I mean, technically speaking, this movie has, like, four different fucking stories going on at once to all tell the, the story of what's going on with the the, the main character. Uh, so you have... So the first story is the one it starts with, which is the woman who goes back home. But they don't show you what happened to them. It just bounces immediately to the present. Okay. Uh, You have your two detectives who find a woman in a car with her arm broken in half and she's crashed. But she's clearly been there for a very long fucking time and she's all decayed and shit. But it was off on a very back road, which is another thing I have a stupid... I I have a fucking gripe with that too because when the lady drove down the road, when they showed that flashback, it clearly says road closed, so why the fuck she was going down the road (laughs) is fucking beyond me Um, because it was a dead-end closed road anyway, so I I, I don't understand that. But anyway, so then she ends up... They track it back down to this house, 
and she goes inside the house. And another gripe I have is because is she she walks in, and there's an old woman at at the uh, at the counter chopping up what you assume is that or in the in the kitchen sink what doing like dishes or whatever is what you assume. And then she turns around and her fingers are all cut off and she had been like cutting off her own fingers. And then she like grabs her, but you know, and then she like goes around at the house and then there's a dead guy who's also been decaying in his chair. And so she runs outside of the house and this is the house where the grudge is. Uh, And she calls in that there's a dead body, whatever. And the old woman gets sent to a psychiatric ward. Uh, so then she ends up finding out that this house has a history and her partner tells her to drop it because he had investigated the original murder of the house, but it was so fucked up that he's just like, my partner went insane trying to investigate. Like, you just need to drop it. Just let it go. I'm not a spiritual person, but whatever the fuck happened to him, like, I, I don't want anything to fucking do with this. Now, question. Yes. Was this guy white? Yes. Bullshit. The detective was white. Well, no. her her partner no. detective. I'm very confused on that because he has like he he's he speaks. I'm gonna say speaks American. I'm not gonna say speaks English because American is is different. Yeah, yeah. it is totally different from an actual English. Uh, so he speaks American, but he has a very thick French accent. Like you can clearly tell he's French, but he speaks American, so it's kind of confusing. And that again, they never really explain if he's French, but. Clearly fucking French with his accent. Uh, so that's a thing. I, I don't believe that there's a, a white guy out there who would be afraid of ghosts. He has to investigate. <laughs> is she Welcome white? Welcome to Ghost Adventures. We're going to this house. <laughs> is, is she white? Yes. Okay. Yep. See, then that's more realistic. Uh, but she starts delving into the case and uh, figuring out what the fuck actually happened at this house while he's afraid of it, whatever. Uh, yeah, and then it proceeds to tell you three separate fucking stories at once. Uh, because then it flashes to, like, 2000... I think it was 2000... I want to say the first one's 2005. And it's uh, 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 Harold from Harold and Kumar. Uh, he's a realtor selling the house. Presumably, I assume... After the first family had murdered the lady that came back, and now he's trying to sell the house, uh, and uh, he meets this little girl, and he thinks it's the little girl, the people who are trying to sell the house, and then you end up obviously you find out through like details or whatever of how she like starts bleeding from her nose and shit that she's not a real girl. Uh, mm. But he's trying to sell the house, and his wife's pregnant, and then they find out their baby is going to be born. Uh, with a nervous disorder that it's it be lucky to live to 10 and that he's like all upset that this is going to be happening and he's trying to sell this house or whatever and then it flashes back to the present and she's looking through the case file that this is one of the things that was connected to the house and then another story they're telling is the old lady that she had run into that her and her husband had lived in that house and they had like this is fucked up they had this guy he he's this old black man and it's his old and it's his, his wife and his wife is, like, starting to lose it mentally. So he calls this fucking lady whose specialty, and I shit you not, is to assisted suicide people who are terminally ill. 
So like her whole thing is like we put on they put on what? this hood and we release the gas and they do it themselves and she'll be gone within a couple seconds. She won't feel a thing and she doesn't have to suffer with her illness. She'll just go out on her own terms. But my only stipulation is she has to be mentally aware of her surroundings because we cannot do it for her. And then when he brings her upstairs, she's playing peekaboo with Melinda, which is the the girl we had seen in the earlier story. So, and she's like, you didn't tell me this was her actual thing. Like, she's not terminally ill. Like, she's just, she's not all there. She's just crazy. No, I feel like this is illegal. (laughs) Oh, it is hell of illegal. Um, And then, and then as that story progresses, she ends up, (laughs) she ends up seeing one of the ghosts and then runs downstairs and she's like all afraid and talking to the husband. And then this is where I I was like really thrown back. And this is like deep into the movie, by the way. But like she's telling him like, I, I saw this. It freaked me the fuck out. She was like screaming at me, whatever. And he's like, oh, and, and he's like playing it off. Which, by the way, anyone that's just playing off that there's these fucking horrible screaming demonic ghosts yelling at you all the time is just what the fuck yeah, man the, dude i have some non-literal ghosts screaming at me all the time and i can't even pretend that they don't exist we need to talk about that we're gonna talk about like serious having intervention about that but anyway he's immediately like oh you saw her too yeah <laughs> i think this house is some kind of gateway now, the reason I want her to die in the house is I feel like this house is a gateway between this world and the next. And I think that all things, for some reason or another, everything is connected through this house. So if she dies here, I'll be able to see her every day. And as he's explaining this, mind you, it shows uh, our our Harold. I can't remember his the actor's name, and I feel terrible for saying this. Like, I, I just can't pinpoint his name. But it shows him entering the house, and then it shows our detective that it entered the house. But all this is happening, like, a couple years before this ever happened. And it's supposed to imply that the way he puts it is that anyone that is supposed to enter or interact with the house is doing it all simultaneously. And everything's already planned out of who's going to interact with this. So we shouldn't care about any of the characters at all. (sighs) Kinda. So... Cool, got it. So then, it, it like I, I, I want It's like the next morning she comes downstairs, and that's when the old woman had chopped off her fingers, and the lady's like walking up to her, and she's like, "Oh, how you doing? You, you doing all right? Like, I don't know why you're chopping vegetables and talking to yourself. Like, I mean, are you okay?" <laughs> and, and then she see now, when I said before that the old man was dead and rotting, it showed him in his chair, but the old woman fucking stabbed him in the kitchen. With a pair of scissors, like, just ripped his fucking throat out. So, when he got to the chair, I don't know, because I fucking doubt the the fucking old, frail old lady fucking moved him. Unless the ghost fucking moved him to his chair, that's not even where he fucking died. But, uh, yeah, so then the lady turns around, and you see that she's been chopping off her fucking fingers, and she's like, he was going to kill me. They told me he was going to kill me. Uh, and then the, the ghost shows up, scares the lady, and then the, the, the suicide lady runs out of the house, and then it shows where she had driven down the road, and then Melinda, the fucking girl ghost there, had, like, grabbed her hand, snapped her arm, caused her to drive off the road, crash, and die. I like how the name's Melinda. 
So there, the the ghost did kill one person. They killed one person. They killed the the assisted suicide lady by snapping her arm and making her drive off the road and die. That's the only one that they personally killed. Like, no, like, there's only ever supposed to be one ghost. Why is there so many? It's ghosts, an entire why are they family. It is the entire family from the first time, from the lady that had moved from Japan. It's all of them as the ghosts that are tormenting the people that interact with the house. Now, now, Jared, who has the uh, who has the hand coming out of their head? Because that would be Harold. Ah, I, I gotta look up his fucking name. <clears throat> so here's my now in the original because you've seen Juan and I. I think I might have seen. Yeah. I, I know I've seen it, but it has been a fucking. It has been fucking years since I've watched any of these. Dude, I watched it as a child, which I should not have because yeah. Yeah, so in that one, dude, when the people John Cho, thank you, John Cho, that's his name. Thank you. Um, when the people leave the house with the grudge, does it follow them to their house, or does it only yeah. fuck with them at their at that house? No, it'll it follows you to your house and kills you. Okay, because in this one, like they follow these people back to where they are. Like the reason Harold ends up going, or sorry, John Cho ends up going insane. Uh. It, like the hand thing happens to him, whatever. And what ends up hap- what they show happen to him is he goes back to the house to do whatever. And uh, then Melinda shows it appears in a room and he thinks it's the guy's daughter. And then she like starts bleeding from her face. And he's like, Oh God, it like freaks out, runs away. And then he runs into the mother who is like all fucked up and the like, you know, uh, uh, Oh fuck. What is that? Decomposing kind of look, which which is my only thing is like the only thing I will number one, give it credit for is that Sam Raimi's like, like the special effects stuff he did. It it was very much like the evil dead, like demonic kind of look like decomposing body. They look yeah. creepy as fuck. Like I'll give him credit for that. But the movie as a whole, I was just like, what the fuck is this? Because then he hides in a closet and he like his his wife calls him. He answers the phone. And he's like, "I'll call you back." Like I don't know what the fuck's going on. Walks out of the closet, and then immediately the mom's right next to him, and she pos- I guess possesses him. Ooh! It just shows her like charge at him, and then it flashes to him entering his house and his wife waking up in the middle of the night, and he has a pair of scissors, and then it doesn't show it. Ha- and then it just shows him like ghost, like glitchy sprint towards her, and then it cuts. <laughs> And then it shows... Ah, yes, the glitchy sprint. Yeah, and then it shows blood all over the kitchen. The wife, he, like, gutted the baby out of the wife and killed her, and then he drowned himself oh, in a bathtub. Fuck. Yeah. See, the deaths sound nice and brutal, but fuck Except, Except they else. don't fucking show anything. They just show the aftermath. Like, they don't show anyone actually getting killed for the most part. Like, for most of it, it's just, oh, this person's dead. Or, oh, here's the aftermath of this person's dead. <laughs> um, <clears throat> So that's that murder. And then you also find out that the 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 original the other detective who had gone insane, because uh, the way they the way they fucking explain this movie is literally that the ghosts just follow you around and they drive you insane, so that you'll commit the murder and kill yourself is what these things do. Oh. And the original detective, what had happened is he could he got infected by it, but like he couldn't take it. <laughs> And the one night he's he's getting driven back by his other partner who's like, look, man, you just need to get, you need to get help. You need to step away from the kid. He tried shooting his he tried killing himself, but like he, like first off, he 
me and me and Muma have had this talk before of like people who want to shoot Muma. themselves in the head, but they're fucking retarded about it. And this guy's no exception because he like shot half of his face. He like shot it through the top of his cheek. So my point is like, where, where the fuck were you even uh, pointing the fucking gun? So <laughs> you mean <laughs> like the son of Stalin? Uh, and then they show. Then uh, uh, the main character goes back. Uh, she goes to the insane asylum where the the partner is, and he tells her like you hear like the that throaty clicking shit, and he's immediately like. Uh. He's like, oh, they're following you. So you see them, right? He's like, even when I close my eyes, I can feel them watching me. Maybe if I just claw my eyes out, maybe they won't, maybe I won't see them anymore. And then she leaves and then the alarm goes off. She goes back in. And of course, he immediately fucking tore his own eyes out. And as they're carting him away, he's like, I can still feel them watching me. So the the, fucking. Yeah, so. Go all the way to the end of the movie. Jer- they finally show you G- that the lady had gone insane, drowned her daughter in the bathtub, and bashed her face into it. And that's why the little girl constantly bleeds from her nose and shit. Uh, bashed her husband over the head and threw him down the stairs. So it's why he's like all janked up with like broken neck and broken leg. And then she slashed her throat with a pair of scissors. And the detective sees all of this as she's burning the fucking house down. Like, she she figures the only way to stop it is to just burn the fucking place down. She doesn't want to hurt her and her son. So she's, like, throwing gasoline all over. And every fucking time she gets to a room that something happened, you just hear, I want to show you something. And then it shows the mom drowning the daughter, shows her killer husband, and then herself. And then uh, she goes to light the fire, and the ghost takes the form of her son. And... She thinks it's her son at first, you know, of course. But then that turns into, like, what do we do when we're scared? And he doesn't know how to answer. So she's like, oh, this is bullshit. What do we do when we're scared? Yeah, that's what I fucking thought. What do, what do we fall down, Mr. Wayne? Well, then she burns the house and the movie. And you think the movie's over until it gets to the ending of the movie. Because then it's her son. The school bus pulls up and she's like, hey, you need to get on the bus. And her son comes out of his room, and she's all like, oh, I love you so much. I'm so glad we made it through this. Uh, and then, of course, behind her, her son picks up his backpack. He's like, I'm, I'm off to school. Bye. I love you. And she's immediately like, oh, oh, fuck. And then it turns into Melinda, and then the mom drags her away, and the movie ends. Yeah, no. So that's the grudge. Don't fucking watch it. Like, with the grudge, <laughs> the most iconic thing about the grudge is that noise. Do you, do you know how the noise is made? I don't, but I know it's creepy as like, fuck. The, the lore behind it is because uh, her husband, so the Kayako, or uh, the, I'll just call her the grudge. I know it's the, it's the faux pas. It's like calling Link Zelda, but I just can't pronounce Japanese. Understandable. You're not so, Japanese. So basically, she falls in love with another <clears throat> man while married, writes in a journal, uh, husband finds it, comes home, kills the cat, kills her, kills the son. But he snaps her neck, so that noise is her trying to breathe. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, so the fact that they play the noise and it's just a random person, and it's just like, oh, it's the grudge noise, wink, wink. Like, Yeah, fuck the, you. the wife makes the noise, and she's the one that had slit her throat open with the, the scissors. No, it's because, you know, she got damaged. She can't. 
I mean, I mean, I I guess that would kind. I mean, I guess that works because I mean, her throat would be all slashed open, so she wouldn't be able to breathe. Yeah. So it'd be her. But yeah, it would sound a lot more moist. It would. It would. And a lot less crushed. Um. So yeah, don't watch that movie. Uh. I mean, I I again, I don't hate Sam Raimi. I've seen. I like. I love the evil. I love the original Evil Dead's. I like the remake of the Evil Dead. Uh, I, I like. I'm a big fan of the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, and he even did fucking Spider-Man one, two, and sadly he did Spider-Man three. But nah, that wasn't Spider-Man three. Spider-Man three wasn't his fault. Like I've seen the interviews with him, and literally what happened is the studio Fox came to him and were like, "Yeah, we're loving the script, but uh, we need you to add Venom." And he was all like, ah, "I don't." I mean, like, in Spider-Man 4, I was going to have, like, a Venom Carnage thing. And they're like, no, no, no. We need to have them in here right now. And even he had stated, like, that's too many villains. Like, I have Green Goblin with Norman, and I have, I have like, fucking Green Goblin and Sandman, and um, now you want me to fucking throw Venom in there? Like, this is a clusterfuck. Like, what are you doing? My, my... <laughs> Spider-Man 3 is really great if you watch it through the eyes of, like, Sam Raimi was just doing it to tank the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had that a every, script every shitty for a thing happened one. on purpose. You mean a fourth one? Or sorry, yes, a fourth one. He had a script for a fourth one. He had a uh, uh, Bruce Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Um, yeah, he had Bruce Campbell coming in to be Mysterio. That was going to be his big reveal for it. But then, because they forced his hand in three, he just said, "Fuck it." I wonder who. Uh... Who Bruce Campbell's going to be in Doctor Strange too? <laughs> he needs to be old fat Peter Parker. <laughs> Just Peter Parker from another world. <laughs> or, or better yet, he could be Mysterio from another world. Decide all in. Uh, we'll find out what he's what what happens with that. Um. So yeah, that was the grudge, and I kind of did. I again, I know, guys, I did what I did with Birds of Prey, and I'm not sorry. Because it's fucking terrible. That's the entire movie, so you don't need to watch it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not groovy. It, it differed so much away from what what even the, the, the grudge that they made, the American version of the grudge. Like, even that, even that one stuck with that the ghosts kill people. But this one, it's that the ghosts possess or torment people to kill. And it's like, that. that's not even anywhere near what the whole fucking story is. <laughs> Like, if they, if he had done it to where the ghosts were killing the people, like, the family being the grudge were then killing the people and not causing the people to kill, then I don't think it would have gotten so much shit. But it's because they fucking changed the entire layout of it that it got shitted on. Oh my god, Jared, I figured it out. What? It's the happening. What with ghosts? (laughs) Uh, so... The next movie up uh, is Underwater with, uh, 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 fuck, uh, Kristen uh, Stewart. Is that her name from Twilight? Yep. Okay. I thought that I thought that was right, but I was like, no. Anyway, uh, that one wasn't bad. However, it's PG-13, which threw me off. Threw me off a little bit when I saw that. I'm like, really? PG-13? This is like a horror movie kind of... I don't know. Maybe it's good. Uh, it was actually kind of decent. Like, they do pretty well playing with the idea of these people are... are it's it's about a company building drills in the, uh, the Mariana Trench. 
Uh, but then things go horribly wrong. Uh, spoiler alert for some, I, I guess, for the movie itself. But they kind of are. They kind of already hint at it in the fucking trailer anyway. So uh, things go horribly wrong, and they think it's an earthquake. But it turns out it's these fucking underwater fucking like demon sea creatures that are uh, fucking up the entire Jared. thing and killing people. Are um, Are you saying, Jared, that they dug too deep? Uh, they imply it that. That's that's actually something that they they. Uh, when they're pan- the one chick when she's panicking, uh, that's the way she puts it. Is like we we weren't meant to be down here. Like we're 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 not supposed to be here. And this is this is like I don't know. This is like the ocean's way of telling us to fuck off. Like I don't understand what else it could be. Um, it it was actually kind of terrifying. Uh, because uh, I I mean, just just for me, the concept of of anything to do with underwater. <laughs> fucking terrifying because people are not meant to be in the water. Uh, we are so uncoordinated and fucked. So did they get the Balrog? Uh, so if you don't want a spoiler, skip ahead just a little tiny bit because I'm about to say this. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead, say it. <laughs> um, the creature. There's there's littler creatures that are like, I don't know. They're like anglerfish meets a frogman kind of thing, but they're fucking terrifying looking. Uh, and they're like the thing that we see throughout most of the movie. But then at the end of the movie, you see that they're all coming off of a bigger creature that I shit you fucking not looks like Cthulhu. Like they make a mm. legitimate Cthulhu creature and they even have like a mural in the one guy in the one room. They have a mural of uh, angels fighting a demon with tentacles. And that's like the thing at the end of the movie is like this thing was like pissed off that they were here. It basically intruding on its turf, so it was fucking murdering everyone. As like, you know, get the fuck out of here. You know, I was gonna ask if there were any uh, Lovecraftian vibes in it. Oh, but, there uh, definitely were. Um, dude, if, but it, if you it want a fun bad, fact, uh, I was mad that they killed T.J. Miller. Uh, they killed him off, and uh, I was kind of sad. I don't know what it is with killing comedians and all these movies as of late. Uh, that's been a thing. And uh, I really like because haha, funny man die. Oh, he's he's like straight up not mentally all there. Like he makes a lot of. Well, yeah, like... T.J. Miller. <laughs> he's funny though, um, <laughs> but he makes a lot of like Alice in Wonderland things. Like he has like a little pet bunny rabbit, stuffed bunny rabbit. He has, and that's like his best friend. And uh, there's like a point they're walking down a flooded hallway, and he's all Dang like, who "She cried, and she swam in her tears." Man, if only we could... I don't really see her swimming through all these tears with these fucking things in here, though. <laughs> like, like there, there are some funny moments in it. Uh, I actually didn't mind it. It was better than what I thought it was going to be. Uh, mainly because I saw Kristen Stewart, and I'm like, oh, this is probably going to be terrible. Uh, but that movie was not bad. Uh, I like the ending to it. Uh, there's, like, little news articles they have, uh, which kind of add more to the, the lore story behind it that I found interesting. Um... But no, not bad. I would, I, I'd recommend that one. It wasn't bad. It has a lot of very tense, fucked up moments in it that that were pretty good. I believe it. Uh, well, no, it was, it wasn't bad. Um, uh, then the other movie I watched was uh, Bad Boys for Life. I finally got to watch it. And how good was it? I enjoyed it more than one and two. I am not gonna lie. I enjoyed wow. it more than one and two. Eight. I've heard it said before, and I will fucking agree. It seems like once you take away Michael Bay, Michael Bay, 
the movies become better, like Transformers of Bumblebee. Yeah, are you or kidding Bad me? Boys I'm, for Life. They just when we're done, they get better. When we're done with this, I'm making egg rolls and we're watching Bumblebee tonight because we were talking about John Cena earlier. That one wasn't bad. That's a John. No, so we're gonna watch it again. Uh, and I'm excited for the Beast Wars one. Uh, but no, Bad Boys for Life wasn't bad. Uh, cause it, it doesn't have the unneeded sex jokes. Like, like doesn't have rats fucking. No, that's the, the see. That's my thing. Is something very fucking childish and stupid as fuck like that. They don't have that in here. Like it, it, it has a a couple sex jokes here and there, but they're very subtle and well placed. They're not just obvious like rats fucking, or the therapist giving Will Smith a blowjob just because he's apparently so, like so smooth. Like there's none of that shit. Like. Like they're like the one ongoing joke they have is the 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 one other detective is someone that Mike had dated before Will Smith's character, uh, but he had let her go and now she's like this bombshell hot looking chick. So, so his partner, uh, 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 yeah, Martin Lawrence, uh, keeps he's making jokes at him like, man, you've got to be stupid or blind or both. And, like, that's a joke he keeps making throughout the entire movie until they get to the end and they finally hook back. And like, he finally, like, starts to connect with her again. And he's like, okay, maybe you're not. Maybe you actually have a brain. <laughs> um, oh, and then there's also a glasses joke in there uh, where every time he goes to shoot something, Martin Lawrence's character can't fucking hit it. So Will Smith just keeps telling him, like, man, I'm telling you, you need to put on your fucking glasses. You ain't hitting shit. Get all the way to the end and he finally puts on his glasses and he is hitting all his targets. He's like, oh shit, this is like HD vision up in here. <laughs> He's like, I told you, you needed your fucking glasses. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like, again, I, I enjoyed it more. Uh, I, the They had a little tiny post-credit immediately after the movie ended. Uh, the hints that there might be another one that they're doing. And if it's the same directors, I'm totally on board. Because I enjoyed Bad Boys for Life more than I did the other two. Uh, there weren't unnecessary cuts to random bullshit. It had it had decent comedy in it that was that didn't just that didn't unnaturally fit where it didn't need to. Um, I I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed it overall. It was not. Uh, that's another one I'd recommend. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I was I was very surprised. I'm glad to hear. Yes. So you're gonna see Bumblebee, huh? Oh, I'm gonna watch Bumblebee again. Again, wow. Yeah, I own it. Wow. You heard it here. Um. Uh, so, uh, some Marvel uh, update stuff uh, that came out uh, just just earlier today. But uh, yeah, did, did you hear that Sam Raimi's gonna be working on Doctor Strange too? <laughs> <laughs> we already know this, Anthony. <laughs> um. Uh, no, it came out because um, I I just seen it uh, right when I was messaging you guys. So it was just a couple hours ago that uh, there's like a, a movie thing that you're you the the only way you can access it is if you're like an inner circle member kind of thing or like you have a membership. But somebody posted it to Reddit uh, where it shows that uh, the untitled uh, Spider-Man Homecoming three movie, which they're they're saying Spider-Man Homecoming three because nobody knows what the fuck the title is yet. Uh, but that's I prefer Far From Home too. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but that is resuming filming in July, and it has its filming set for July to October in Georgia, New York, uh, one other place in America, and I can't remember the city. Uh, oh, Los Angeles and Iceland. Interesting. Yeah, baby. Um, and then uh, She-Hulk is also going uh, going to start filming back up uh, in uh, beginning of July. Hmm. Uh, good news. Yes. Uh, the Marvel What If series, due to it being animated, is still being worked on, albeit remotely. Yeah, you know, you know what kind of sucks. You know what one we were supposed to get first. Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know what wasn't done filming, according to Sebastian? Um, I'm going to guess Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, Sebastian had come out, like, when all this shit happened and all filming was being stopped, he's like, yeah, no, it was supposed to come out in August, but uh, we weren't done filming yet, so... Yeah, so that's not going to come out. That We probably won't see that till like, if we're lucky, January now. Because they they weren't done filming. He uh he was saying that they still had like the finale stuff to film and finalize, and uh, they weren't able to do that. So that won't be coming out in August because they still have when a Captain couple months. Captain America of filming. comes back. I'm back, buggy. Hand me my shirt. Fuck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my arm. <laughs> Why would you throw it like that? <laughs> When Captain America throws his monkey shield. Uh, oh, but uh, the interesting part with the She-Hulk going back into filming is uh, it showed the synopsis for it. They are keeping it 100% comic book accurate. I shit you not. Fucking can you, kid you not. Can you explain? Uh, I, I, God, I'm drawing a fucking blank on her name. There's so much shit I, I, was, I had going through my head and I... Anyway, uh, her character ends up in a fatal accident that causes her to have to have an emergency blood transfusion from her cousin, Bruce Banner, which therefore transforms her into a green-hued version of herself, but unlike her cousin, she does not lose control and is able to retain her emotional and intellectual uh, mindset. However, like her cousin... She will become stronger the angrier she becomes. Hmm. So they kept it fucking 100% comic book accurate. They didn't change it at fucking all to explain She-Hulk. Because that is exact... For anyone who thinks that that's just something they're making up, that is legitimately what happens in the fucking comics. Uh, That Bruce has to give a blood transfusion and she becomes She-Hulk because of it. And that is exactly what they're going with with the series. What what I'm excited for is that the Netflix deal for Daredevil is going to be ending very soon. Yeah, did, have you heard the rumor about that? No, I have not. Uh, that uh, pretty tell my friend. According to, and this is completely, I don't, I don't think this has been officially confirmed yet because they're they're keeping pretty much everything about the third Spider-Man movie in very much lock and key right now. I mean, of course. But rumor has it that according... Rumor has it. Yeah, according to a leak about the casting, is uh, uh, Cox there, who played Matt Murdock in Daredevil, had talked to Marvel, and that he is in the casting list for the third Spider-Man movie as Matt Murdock 
ache and they have it as lawyer of spider-man i would love that so if that ends up being true then they're gonna go with uh with the idea about that because his identity was revealed that he needs a lawyer to help protect him and that matt murdoch shows up and is like don't say anything i'm your lawyer kind of like he did with uh jessica jones like who are you i'm your lawyer stop asking questions (laughs) Mr. Parker. I'm going to fucking, <laughs> I'm going to fucking, you know, supervise one block of New York City. <laughs> shit. You know, you know what one I'm very upset that they like out of all the Netflix series, as much as I loved them all, the number one uh, series that I'm just super fucking mad that they ended was Punisher. That is the one I am number one fucking super upset that they ended because that one was fucking amazing. It was some of the best Punisher shit ever. Dude, I hope that they bring him back for the Punisher because he did great. He, uh, uh, Bernthal there actually did come out, uh, I want to say it was at Comic-Con. Somebody asked him about that. And his exact statement was, I've talked to Marvel. I told them I am 100% ready and willing to be the Punisher again. Like, I will jump into it. But number one, <laughs> I am the Punisher. Like, we're not going to do a Frank Castle into the Punisher. People already know it. People are already okay with it. Like, I am the Punisher. Number two, you have to get the people that I like to work with and who know how to write it. And by that, I mean the people that did the Netflix series knew how to write it. They knew how to direct it. And they knew exactly what needed to be done with Punisher. And those are the people they need to get if they want me to be Punisher. <laughs> and they have talked to and, him, but there's no confirmation yet. And they're going to want him to be Punisher. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you want him to be Punisher. He fucking embodied that shit. Uh, but that's uh, those are three movies you can go check out. There's some updates about the MCU that uh, I've come to learn. Uh, our gripe about people that write articles about Doom Eternal but have not actually fucking played it enough to have that opinion. Our, our gripe <laughs> about the grudge. Uh, fuck the grudge. I'm sorry, Sam Raimi, but fuck that movie. That so bad, Just so, so bad. bad, so bad, dude, so bad. I'm waiting for them to make remake the Ring. <laughs> She comes out of TV Dude. and she forces you to kill all your friends. Like, ah, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that we're ending, but really quickly, did you know that uh, there there's a versus movie in Japan of the Grudge the versus, versus the Grudge? Oh my God, are you for real? Uh huh. Uh huh. How can we get this? How can we I get this? Know. We need to figure out how to get this, Anthony. We we'll need to watch we'll this. I don't know. Maybe someone watches the, maybe someone watches the, the film while in the house, and then the ghosts fight over who can kill him. Who knows? I, I we need to figure out how to get this. Um, but uh, yeah, well, uh, we'll catch you guys Monday. We have uh the next roster coming. Uh, where we're um getting all our details for our contenders. Uh. And you know, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy will be back. So, Jeremy, thank you for your service. Uh, he will. Yeah, we fucking missed you. I fucking missed the hell out of that guy. He's been our friend. Uh, we we've all been friends for a very long fucking time, and we've missed his ass on the show. Uh, and amidst all the the bullshit going on, he's he's found the time to come back Monday. So we're gonna get him in here. 
Uh, so give a big round of applause for Jeremy. Don't forget to hashtag thank you for your service uh, in comments and things. Blow that motherfucker up. Tell him he needs to be back on Monday and he cannot back out or we'll all be mad at him. Uh, but yeah, guys, we'll catch you Monday. Uh, we'll keep doing the bracket. We have quite a bit of the bracket to go. so That we do. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Which, by the way, Anthony. Later. Yes. There was, there's, uh, do you know how many brackets we have total? I do not. I'm going to guess 10. Five. Okay. There's five brackets total. And then we'd also have the finals. So. <laughs> and the bonus. Yeah, get prepared, folks. We have a lot going into this. Uh, but yeah, we'll catch you guys Monday. Uh, hashtag what an odd cast. Hashtag odd chat. Uh, you know, hit us up. Uh, and also, big announcement. I know I mentioned it before. Uh, but if all things go according to plan, we will have an official website uh, by next week. So I'll keep you guys updated on that as well. Uh, it's it's a work in progress. You know, we're all working people. We got a lot of shit going on. A lot of moving parts here. Uh, but, until, but until next time, stay odd, stay happy, stay true to yourself. Anthony, I love you. Love you too, man. Fucking. And I love all of you out there. What a weirdo. Fuck you. Hey guys, I just want to let you know that if you enjoyed the episode here, uh, you can always go over to patreon.com slash oddcast and you can find other things over there that we're doing. Uh, also go check out all of our podcasts. What an Oddcast, uh, CLT Sandwich, Fireside Chats. You can find them all on your favorite podcast platform and check out that Patreon to help support us and everything that we want to do. But until next time, you all take care, stay odd, 